and welcome to Breaking the Curtain with me, Chrissy, and me, Joss. Don't forget to silence all phones. Or don't, it's a podcast. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to Breaking the Curtain. It's November. It's November. This is our first updates episode since, oh, I want to say April. I literally could not tell you, but... Anyway, we wanted to do an updates episode to check in with y'all because we just did two months of spooky season. That was intense. That was actually pretty dark because we spent like... It was a bit much for me. I won't lie. The two months the two months was a bit much. I don't know if I much, can... I don't think we can do that again. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to stick with one month because otherwise we'll run out of spooky musicals. Yeah, but even then, like we started our research for this back in July. Yeah, so we were writing July these scripts. Yeah, like since July, and we just finished uh, not even a week ago posting our last one. But we are sitting here right now, both holding a Starbucks holiday drink because as of today, November third, they have been released. I don't know if it's worldwide, but I I imagine it is. So I think it's worldwide. I mean, probably if, if we have it in Canada, I think everybody everywhere else has it. What What are um, you drinking? What What's your order? I am drinking. This is my favorite. Okay, so I am <laughs> drinking a grande peppermint white mocha, mm. and I got it half calf and half sweet because I have a sensitive stomach. Yeah. And I'm no, still bouncing good. off the fucking walls with half calf and half sugar. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell is in here. I can't remember the last time I had coffee, though. Like, I am a woman on the verge. I've been nonstop talking since Chrissy and I got on this call today, and she's probably ready to kill me. <laughs> no, I don't. I have to say, I don't know what it is that they put in the holiday drinks, but there's something. I think they put a little gift of like crack or something in it. Like Christmas I was just going to say, because it's I feel in, insane right now. I had what is this? Let me just see my cup right here. OK, I had a venti iced chestnut praline latte with skim milk, no whip. And I feel like I'm on another planet right now. Like, I don't know what they put in the holiday drinks there, but I always feel like I'm shaking, like I full, like I'm not even kidding. I took a panic attack when I went to buy shoes earlier because of the coffee. Like it was just too much for me. I won't lie though. I feel like Starbucks coffee always gives me the shakes. That's again why I get it half calf and but half sweet because I drink one every day. So I'm telling you, like the difference in the holiday, whatever's in there is different from my usual, like. Oh, buddy. You can edit this out, but I think you might be too anxious to drink as much coffee as you do. I agree with you. I think you're right. <laughs> Dr. Joss reporting for duty. Chrissy needs to drink less caffeine. Um, but it's so good. Like, uh, their holiday drinks taste like Christmas. I don't know how they do it. It's like licking a Bath and Body Works candle. Ew. <laughs> that is what it tastes like to me. That's what Please it feels like. Please do not lick your Bath and Body Works candles. Please do not consume any candle wax. Don't put anything in your mouth that you shouldn't this is a musical theater podcast jocelyn we gotta get it together you started it speaking of musical theater we were talking about how like we just did two months of spooky stuff do you yeah. have a favorite episode from uh, that time oh like do you have a favorite from the last two months because we've done a lot in two months here's the thing when you are writing a script you never really know how the episode itself is going to turn out right like you <laughs> especially with the two of us because jocelyn likes to go off script <laughs> i think we have the starbucks holly holiday <laughs> shakes 
As long as we don't have the Starbucks holiday shits, we're good. <laughs> I'm crying again. My whole face is red. I had to use a diaper two weeks ago because I had the Can flu. I... Okay. <laughs> oh, what was I even saying? I was... I was asking you what your favorite episode of Spooky Season was, and you said it's hard because when you write the episode, it doesn't turn out the way you write it because we like to go off script here. Well, breaking not the even that. Sometimes you rec- like will record the episode and it just doesn't come out the way we wrote it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it feels like it's a better blog piece or written piece than it is a podcast episode. I feel that about literally every podcast episode I, I write. I'm like, this would be better if like like it's not... It's hard to write things for talking. I would have to say I loved the American Idiot show history episode. <gasps> Me too. I was going to say. Uh, the Margaret Lawrence one was like interesting. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I thought it would be, but it wasn't. American Idiot. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde was very interesting. And Ride the Cyclone. Yeah. What's yours? Mm. You know, it's hard to choose. Um, I could tell you which one I didn't like. My least favorite was the Manson one because I had to learn about Charles Manson. I think American Idiot is probably my favorite of the show histories because like, I just, I love that show. But I also really liked our Phantom show history because I don't think we've ever done a show history for a show that has 35 years of history. So that's that was my least really, favorite because it was it was so long, <laughs> it was an hour long. I mean, we I cut it down to forty nine minutes unknowingly that I was cutting it down to forty nine minutes. We just like record it so much that we didn't need, like not in the script itself, but just us talking. Um, yeah, that was a long one. Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna pick any episodes for next year. We've done a lot. Yeah. Anyways, so there has been some really great cast recordings released over the past two weeks. I've personally had a beautiful noise constantly on rotation on my Spotify. So don't be surprised when my Spotify rap comes out and it's literally just Will Swenson singing Cracklin' Rosie 350 times because his voice in that song literally scratches the inside of my brain beautifully. Listen, that is precisely how I feel about the cast recording for And Juliet, the Broadway cast recording just dropped, and Betsy mm-hmm. Wolf singing, I'm feeling sexy and free. I did it really bad. Go listen to her. <laughs> um, that scratches the inside of my brain, and then there's a part where the strings go, and it's just, it's really nice. It's really good. We love some good strings. We really do. We do. I love strings. I'm going to go buy a book called How to Orchestrate with Strings. <laughs> that was a reference to Beautiful, the Carol King musical, if you did not know. And we use that too many times in our daily lives. <laughs> we do. I annoying. feel like every day, every day I'm like, Chrissy, look at this. Listen to the strings on this. And she's like, I'm going to go buy a book about how to orchestrate with strings. <laughs> we just spent the weekend together. Uh, seeing shows in Toronto because the Mean Girls tour is currently spending five weeks at the Princess of Wales Theatre and The Shark is Broken, which is direct from the West End production, just ended their run. I was dying to see that. If you are a longtime listener, you would know that I lost (laughs) my mind when I got the first press release talking about it. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? There's going to be a play about the making of Jaws? I've mentioned this before, but I will share briefly that growing up, my dad wouldn't let me watch 
Jaws uh, because he thought I would be too scared, which <laughs> like if you know me, I, I definitely would not have been too scared at three to watch Jaws. <laughs> so he put on the making of which used to play before the film on the VHS and I just thought I was watching Jaws every time. So I literally thought, okay, this is the movie because it was like an hour and a half long anyways. I would say when I was little, the shark is broken, the shark is broken, which is like something that they do in the documentary. So when I saw the title, I was like, okay, this was written for me to go and see. And I was like, I'm not traveling during a pandemic, obviously. So when the Mervish announced that the shark is broken was going to the Royal Alex Theater. Yeah, was going to the Royal Alex Theater. I was like, that's it, Jocelyn. We are going. Pack your bags. It's time <laughs> to see this play. And it was with all three original cast uh, members from the UK. So that was very cool. And we were really excited to find out that the gentleman playing the role of Roy Schneider. Yeah. He's Canadian. He's from BC. I so that was kind was of shocked. awesome to be like, bring it home, buddy. Yeah. Well, not home, but like same country, continent. Right, right. At least. Um, yeah, we had a great time in two very, very different shows to see. Um, it was kind of nice because sometimes I feel like seeing shows back to back mm. just really like takes me out of it. But the fact that they were so different was really helpful. And I quite enjoyed both shows for different reasons, which you'll find out when we release our show histories. We have one on each show coming up uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. Or sooner than the end of the month, just sometime this month. Yeah. Stick around. Mm -hmm. um, one really great highlight was that we actually got to go to stage door for Mean Girls. Yeah. It was open and it was so special to get to meet the cast because um, of where the tour has been since the pandemic. They haven't been able to stage door, but luckily cases in Toronto are low enough within the equity kind of guidelines or and such it was super awesome and really special because obviously we were excited to be there but they were excited to be there too and it was such a wonderful opportunity to connect and everybody was just excited to connect um both the fans and the uh, performers who ended up coming to the stage door and saying hi you know it was a really special moment and I was not freezing my ass off so 20 degrees in November in right? Canada what yeah that's not normal at all because we were freezing not. four years ago on the same date in Toronto at the Mervish seeing Bad Out of Hell and going to the stage door was like freezing. I had to buy a it coat. Wasn't, well, yeah, you needed to buy a coat because you didn't have a warm coat. Right. But if you had a warm coat, you weren't freezing. So, But, but even, <laughs> even then. Let's just get that straight. Even then. It was like it felt like a, a September night. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was really warm. I was like. Great. No jacket. I know. Oh, and I got to meet Lindsay Heather Pierce, who is, oh my gosh. Okay. Quick story time. So my full like COVID pandemic theater experience kind of ties into wanting to see Lindsay Heather Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> we originally were like, okay, we are booking this trip to go see Wicket on Broadway in, it was originally May of 2020. So we had booked the tickets in advance, of course, never thinking there would be a pandemic because like whose brain goes to that? No one's. <laughs> I don't no think one's. I even like thought of a pandemic existing before then. 
what's a pandemic? Well, what is a pandemic? Not in this lifetime. Anyways, so we booked those tickets to Wicked and I was like, I'm only going to see Wicked again on Broadway because Lindsay Heather Pierce is Elphaba and it's her Broadway debut and she is one of my biggest theater idols and inspirations. So we booked the tickets, pandemic hit, tickets got refunded. Uh, obviously, she moved on from Wicked during the, uh, the time. And all of a sudden, I see that she is joining the Mean Girls cast, and it's the tour that I had tickets for already. And I was like, oh my god, I get to see Lindsay Heather Pierce as Janice in Mean Girls. It would be my first show back in a theater since the pandemic began. So I feel like that was just a little special um, wrap-up to the past three years of not being in a theater and then getting to see the performer that I really wanted to see in a show. It was very special. And um, gosh, she is just a sweetheart. I I broke. I started crying. <laughs> I literally like, you know, when you're standing there and you're like, say what you have to say, say it because you might not get this moment again. And I'm just like, Thank you so much for your post on social media about mental health. And then I just lost it and started crying. Like, as I was speaking, I was like welling up and she was like, oh, and I was like crying. And then she pulled me in for a hug. And she's like, it's OK, we can hug because I was like, I don't know. Can I hug her fully because like COVID? Anyways, she let me hug her and hmm. It's one of those memories that I'm going to hold on to forever. It was really, really beautiful. Like <laughs> as somebody who was watching it, I was like, I had my phone was in my bag because like I was getting signatures, not photos at the time. And like, I wish I'd had my phone out because like it was just such a sweet moment. It would have been nice to capture it because yeah. it was just so cute. I was like, so cute. Full on sob, but um, <laughs> you can see it in the photo oh, we took after you can see that you can tell Chrissy was crying like awful. two minutes before. Like, I don't know. I full on broke. Um, but no, like her her post about mental health really, they really hit hard and they really hit home for me. So yeah, it just meant a lot to be able to tell her that after seeing her freaking leave everything on that stage as Janice. Oh my God. Just incredible. Yeah, and she is someone who like, to me, I think Lindsay Heather Pierce is one of those people who is as much a role model like off stage as she mm -hmm. is off. Yeah. Like she's incredibly talented, but what she uses her platform on social media to speak about, like I think she's amazing. And she was so lovely. Um, after, you know, she had greeted us and signed us and her and Chrissy had her moment, she was like, let's take a picture. And automatically she just kneels down in front of us yeah. to take a photo. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. We're doing this. And like after that, like all the emotions were out that we got. Well, I got ice cream. I needed ice cream. <laughs> Chrissy got ice cream and I got chips. Yeah, we had a great weekend. We didn't do much. We just saw theater. Uh, Chrissy saw theater and yes. I stayed up all night because Chrissy snores like <laughs> a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> But listen, oh my God. I don't snore unless she is around me. It's the weirdest thing. I, it's like my inner child feels so comfortable having her um, around. It's like the best sleep I've ever had in my life is whenever Jocelyn visits me or we are on a vacation together. I don't know how to explain it, but all of a sudden my body's like, you know what, girl? It's time to snore. It's time to snore because you are comfy. I love that for you, but I feel fucking hate it for me it's, i just never snore when i'm at home 
alone. Like I just don't. Um, but whenever I'm with you, it just unlocks something in me. I don't know what it is. If I was a bad friend, I'd post the fo- the video I took to your, to our Instagram because it's pretty aggressive. That's rude. But also, I thought you were asleep. I was no, waiting I was, for you to fall asleep so I could fall asleep because that's I was waiting how for you to fall. I, I was waiting for you to fall asleep so I could turn the TV off. I know. Me too. And then once you fell asleep, I, w- I, I left the TV on because I was like, okay, let's make sure she's good and out. And then <laughs> the worst three hours of my life began. No, here's the thing. I also just cannot. I'm the worst. No, I'm not the worst person to vacation with because I think everyone else is the problem. I think it's the issue is that I'm a control freak. Mm. And so I really like I need the perfect environment to fall asleep in. Me too. Like. I used to be like in college, I could fall asleep on like a concrete floor in the middle of a busy hallway. Now that I'm old, I like it to be very dark. Mm. I like it to be very quiet. I like my pillows just right. I like to be curled up in the same specific position. I need the right weight of a blanket. Like I'm very picky, very picky. See, I am, and that's just it. We are like the total opposites when it comes to that because when I vacation with other people, they are usually like Jocelyn. They're like, um, if they want lights out at like 930, they mean lights out. So like they are full dark in the room. Like you can't see anything but the smoke detector little red light every so often. And that triggers me when I just see that red blinking light as I'm staring up at the ceiling and it's silent and I can't do anything about it because I don't want to disturb the other person. However. Um, knowing that my anxiety will flare up if I don't, you know, say something, I need to fall asleep to like the TV light. (laughs) I can fall asleep. The TV, I can eventually tune out and fall asleep to, but it's the snoring. Oh my God. Y'all are lucky Chrissy's Chrissy's still here with us. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. I really enjoyed our little weekend seeing theater and also being in a haunted theater where it literally felt haunted and um yeah the vibes were just immaculate for me because I listen I please don't let the royal Alex being haunted kind of deter you from visiting there it is I'm sorry who would be deterred from normal fucking people no Um, people these days love a haunted theater I'm I know y'all do that's why you listen to us it's a very like peaceful place. Like it feels like an old building. There's a lot of history there, but like it's like got a very positive vibe. Like there's I can feel presence there. I can feel certain presences there, but um they're not like bad presences. It's very positive space. I definitely f- we are both very connected in that sense um to whatever is out there. I definitely felt stuff in the is it called the Queen Anne room that we were in? Yeah, yeah. I felt stuff in there. And in certain parts of the lounge, there are cold spots. Um, but a lot of the actual spiritual activity is backstage or in the dress circle. So the mezzanine in the actual house. Um, but, you know, the building just has an air to it. It has a vibe. You can tell that it's somewhere that has, well, it's a hundred year old theater. It stores the energy of everyone who has passed through it, you know? in some way, shape, or form, but it's got this just, it's my favorite of the Toronto theaters because it's like stepping into like a time capsule. It's gorgeous. Yeah, definitely. You know what? Our good friend, Batloaf, 
Hi, John. <laughs> Batloaf! Um, Batloaf! Hi, Batloaf! Batloaf commented on a photo of us saying, I can see a face in the window. And I don't know if he's joking because he is a very good jokester. But you know what? I do see a face as well. And I will point it out to you, Jocelyn. Yeah, it's very weird. It's a photo we took outside yeah. of the theater. <laughs> I'm going to need you to point out the face. Um, it could very well be a face. Like there are people in the theater. No, it it doesn't look. No, it doesn't look like a, a human face. If that makes sense. Oh, okay. Because that is the window from yeah. the Queen Anne room. Like that's the room we were in. Oh, then after. What? Yeah. See, I didn't know that was connected. See, and I said that's where I felt something. Okay. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye and good, good night. night. <laughs> goodbye and good night. I didn't know those two areas were connected, and I literally just said I felt something in there. So maybe it was someone, well, something, or yeah, someone. They were human once watching us before we went in because I felt very drawn to that room, and you were like, we shouldn't be in here. And I was like, no, I want to see. Yeah, I wa- and that's kind of the vibe I was getting like, oh, we shouldn't be in there because someone's already in here. I didn't yeah, want to freak you out. I there. didn't want to freak you out, though. That's weird. But I was like, the door is open, so like, we're allowed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is such a gorgeous place. And I think this is a really great time. Um, we are not sponsored by Mervish um, at all, but I will take every opportunity to sing their praises. Um, you know, there is literally not a bad seat at the Princess of Wales Theatre, at the Royal Alexandra Theatre, and at the Ed Mervish Theatre. And I know, this, Chrissy, this is your first time visiting um, both the Royal Alex and the Princess of Wales. And we had seats, like, in the back of the orchestra both times. And it was a perfectly clear, unobstructed view. Um, so gorgeous. So, like, there are literally no bad seats uh, in those venues. And... Um, Anyway, I totally recommend if you want to go see Mean oh Girls. Oh, my God. What? Sorry, I'm going through our photos now because I'm intrigued and I, I see a face in the mirror and I'm going to send it to you right now and I'm going to post it on our story because... I need you to fuck off right now. No, it's clear as day. It's, it's uh, yeah, I'm sending it to you. Okay, look at the top half of the mirror. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Is that when I was the... in front of it? No, that was when I was there. You can see a beard, two <gasps> eyes, and eyebrows. I see it. But isn't it funny? Because when you were posing in front of it, I said, oh, I have to move so no one else shows up in the mirror. That's so weird. Um, and right before we went to take photos there, there was a big crash. And I say it in the video as well. I'm like, oh, he's with us. <gasps> Whoa. That's wild. Okay. Anyway, I think that's a great note to end <laughs> on. <laughs> we will post this photo and you can tell us what you see in it if we are just, you know making it up and we're delusional or if you really do see it because I really see it I see something in there I really really see it send that one to Batloaf too Batloaf we're sending you this because I think you were right there was something in that room and that's weird because I felt like we weren't alone in there I love it okay we're gonna yeah we'll we'll share those photos that's crazy anyways friends we are gonna wrap up here but happy November I guess spooky season isn't over. Um, yeah, so I guess spooky season is here to stay a little bit, uh, but not really because we have some really fun content coming up for uh, our end of season stuff, which is crazy. We are wrapping up season three in uh, early December. And we are rapidly approaching our 100th episode, so stick around. Stick around. As always, I'm Chris. 
I'm Jocelyn. Together we are Breaking, Breaking the, curtain. the Curtain. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to uh, theater podcasts or um, horror podcasts, apparently. True crime, paranormal, and a little bit of jazz hands. <laughs> oh my God. And on that note, goodbye. Goodbye, friends. See you soon.